Let's bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you this evening to celebrate the gift of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. You sent him into this world, and yet the world knew him not. You announced his birth to the shepherds, and they were afraid. Lord, our, our world still seems to be afraid. We ask you to help us to fear not, to put our hope and our trust in the Christ child, and to know that you sent him to take away all our fear. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We know the story. How Mary is found to be with child and Joseph and Mary travel to Bethlehem on that donkey and that long trip so that Joseph and Mary can enroll in the Roman census. How she is very pregnant with child, ready to give birth. How they wander around looking for an inn, but there's no place for them. And the text reminds us that she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And at the same time, there are shepherds keeping watch over their flocks by night. And suddenly, an angel appears to them and says those words, fear not. Fear not. Now at first glance, and even upon first hearing, we might think that those those words are directed just to the shepherds. But they're really not. Do you remember the words that we sang a little bit earlier in the first verse of O Little Town of Bethlehem? The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. In our humanness, we fear all sorts of things. We are afraid. In fact, I was just out of curiosity looking up the lists of phobias. All of us have some phobias. For example, some of you might be afraid of the dark. Anybody want to admit to that? I remember as a child I was afraid of the dark. Some of you have heard this story. And you know, when I was a child, what was really popular to buy was things that glow in the dark. And my mother bought me a glow-in-the-dark Jesus. 
I kid you not, I still have it. It helped. What do we fear today? Anybody? Closed in spaces. Being led astray by false teachers and prophets. War. Did I hear ISIS over here? Ice? Oh, heights. I fear deafness myself. Did I hear dilly dilly less? We fear loss of jobs. We fear bad news about health. We fear maybe our kids won't turn out right. Just checking. You know, this afternoon, I was down for the, for the worship service down at our mission in the International District, and it's interesting to hear what they were afraid of. We're a different crowd from them. They're afraid of homelessness, hunger. Interestingly enough, they were also afraid of losing their faith. We all have fears. But the one fear that, that they didn't mention, and the one fear you all haven't mentioned either, is the fear of death. We read throughout the pages of Scripture prior to the time of Jesus' birth that people were afraid of death. The favorite psalm that so many of us know by heart deals with walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But it also goes on to say, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Fear not. You see, God sends his son into this world so that we don't need to be afraid. We don't need to be afraid of what the world throws at us or what's around the next corner because, you see, he's made his promise to be with us. And many times... When we give in to our fears, we grow weak in faith. But he sends his son to crush the fears, to remind us that our lives are more than just 
what's going on around us. That our lives are precious in God's sight. So that he sent a savior into our world. The problem is, is that many today are the same as many were even at the time of Jesus. They're afraid. And sometimes they're afraid even of the Lord himself. We hear it today. If I go to church, the walls will fall in. I can't go. I haven't been in a long time. What will people think of me? I'm afraid if I become a Christian, I might change. Well, duh. (laughs) Why would you want to stay the way you are? Because apart from Christ, we are a sinful, selfish people. We're living for ourselves. And we think that we're living life to the fullest, but we are lying to ourselves. And we run away from God. People were doing the same thing 2,000 years ago. Somehow, if I don't do everything right, God won't love me. If I don't make it to the temple on time to offer this sacrifice at this time and in this way, I might as well not go. And so we wander away, afraid. Those people there, they might not like me. Sometimes maybe that's true. You know, one of the words that we see here, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. That means it's not just for me. It's not just for people who look like me or who live like me or who act like me or who root for my football team. I won't mention their name. Oh, I'm sorry. He came for all people. He came for the people down in the war zone. came for you and for me. He came for people who don't look like me. Who don't sound like me. Who speak different languages and come from different nations. Who have different economic places and who have different skin color.
Fear not. How many times are we afraid of those who are different from us? I remember a time when we lived in the Detroit area driving through a particular neighborhood and the people in my car started locking my car doors. And I said, what are you doing? And they say, do you see where we're at? And I said, yeah, we're in a neighborhood. Well, do you know who lives here? And I went, yeah, people. And they went, but those, and I said, what? They're locking the doors because the people look different and dress different and acted different. How many times do we do that in our thoughts, let alone by action? Fear not, for I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And yet we look at this Christ child and we say, It's a baby. There's nothing to fear. Really? Then why are so many so afraid to love him and to live for him with every breath? Why do we put him second, third, or fourth place in our lives? We come to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the babe of Bethlehem who changes the world and who wants to change our lives. Not just for an evening or for a day, but for eternity. This is a baby who, who laid in a manger but who had his eyes focused on a cross. Because, you see, he goes there in love to give up his life for each and every one of us. He washes away my sin and your sin with his blood. And when he's on the cross, he's not even wrapped in swaddling cloths. hanging there naked for the whole world to see. Fear not, for I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. I have a Savior who loves me. And because I am loved, I need not be afraid of what the world or man can do to me. I can face what this world has. 
I don't need to be afraid of the war or the hateful politics. I don't need to be afraid of disease and illness or of poverty or of homelessness. I don't need to fear because Jesus Christ is my Savior and my Lord. Fear not. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.